0: Hey friends, we talked recently about recording more episodes based on the idea of mindset and how a homesteader can maybe get their head around their mindset. And today I'm excited we're going to be talking about self-care. So listen, I think you're going to be entertained at least, get some good ideas and thoughts about that whole phenomenon of self-care, which is sort of like a hip thing to talk about these days.
1: Hey friends! Welcome to The Schoolhouse Life, where we answer your pressing questions and share useful tools for creating your most fulfilling, self-sufficient family homestead.
0: We go back to basics in all things family, faith, and farming, and we're eager to teach you what we've learned, everything from growing a garden to earning an income, to living a less toxic and more nature-based lifestyle.
1: We're thrilled you're here and hope you leave inspired to live your life as a schoolhouse too.
0: Okay, so self-care is sort of like a catchphrase. I feel like I I don't necessarily always approve of it and it can kind of get, I think people have taken it and run with it in a kind of a, I feel like now there's almost like a backlash of like, oh no, I'm anti-self-care. There Like (laughs) is? Yeah, a little bit. I
1: think of like putting lotion on as self-care or a bubble bath.
0: Okay, yeah, those are definitely good good examples of what I think qualify. I think there's other things too, but I think you know, there's just been this like real focus on particularly women. I don't know if it's as much in like the man circles. I don't know.
1: I'd say in general, men are more apprehensive of self-care.
0: Apprehensive of self-care. Yeah.
1: Okay. Unless you count like hunting as self-care or sure. woodworking as self-care.
0: Well, I guess we'll like co- go through and, and talk guns, about that. So, shooting
1: guns. Shooting guns would be self-care.
0: In all honesty, the self-care movement is something that is a little cringy to me now
1: oh you don't okay. like self-care a little cringy
0: it's yeah. not that i don't like it it's just that i think that we got to be careful about it i think there's like there was this desperate need to seek self-care and there's a better way to go about
1: it okay <laughs> do tell
0: okay well first of all i just wanted to review a few of the self-care things that i mean not to pass any judgment to just give some ideas of like what i'm thinking of usually self-care is pretty extensive and I know that for a while like one of the things that people talked about a lot is like have this amazing morning routine now I am not against a morning routine I think it's a great idea but the the sort of word on the street was if you don't have the amazing morning routine you will never find success
1: which made it like more stressful because you're like am I doing my morning routine like
0: right? okay is this meditation good enough for me to be successful right like it just is yeah it's like a distraction like self-care almost is like there was this promise of if you do enough self-care, you will be successful. I don't know. It's a yeah. weird thing that like kind of went hand in hand. Agree? Disagree?
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I do think that like setting yourself up with the right mindset in the morning can really dictate how your day goes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we're going to get into that. But I really feel like like focused self-care makes everything else worse.
1: (laughs) Okay. And then another question I feel like some people are probably wondering right now is like, is this going to come back to homesteading somehow?
0: (laughs) Yes. Because I think homesteaders are really like particularly bad at maybe some self-care, but also really good at it. I don't know, we'll get there. But anyway, so I do think that self-care the movement became a bit of an obsession for a lot of people. It looked a lot like more me time, which I it would equal more success or more fulfillment or figuring out who you are. And, you know, well, that might be true. There is an element of like is self-care the only time during those times or those the only ways that we can figure out who we are? Yeah. No. I don't think so. Sure. Sure. Okay. Anyway, I saw a post this morning or maybe it was yesterday about discovering your life's purpose. And it really hit home with me a lot because I think it's one of those things that we get really honed in on like, what in the world am I supposed to be doing with my life? And I know that's something I've struggled with because I'm a big, I'm a big picture kind of person. So is Drew. Yeah. We're like visionary, like thinking about like everything we do. We're like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll save the planet. We're going to do this. We're going to save the planet.
1: Right. Until <laughs> it gets so frustrating that we quit and just hide back on our <laughs> and then <we> hide back
0: <laughs> on our Yeah. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a big purpose. I think it's amazing. And when you meet people who have found that and they're on like their like clear life's trajectory, it's it can also it can be a little bit demoralizing for people who feel like, oh, I haven't figured out quite what I'm doing yet. Yeah. And the older I get, the more frustrating that is. I mean, I didn't think it would bother me, but I think I thought I would know exactly what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Like 10 years ago, I was like, oh, by then I'll just like be living life, you know, one yeah. the, But whatever.
1: it's funny because I <laughs> At dinner and you were like talking about you're helping somebody order and Naomi was like with what and then she like lists off all the things we do and it, it was <laughs> well, like, even that though it
0: overwhelms me because I'm like oh man see I'm not very focused my kid uh, doesn't even know what
1: I do I, I think <laughs> I think she's inspired by what we do and I think like even that she was like like she's like you guys do so many amazing things which one is it like, yeah that was the tone she was using
0: well now you're gonna make me cry I hope that's what she meant uh, but at the same time, I also like, I struggle with that because I would love to have just like when somebody says, what do you do? And I'm like, you just want like a,
1: a one word answer. <laughs> yeah. Fix pipes. I do. Yeah. yeah. I fix pipes.
0: I am an amazing plumber. Oh my goodness. That
1: would, that would be pretty I've cool. I've met actually. a lot of plumbers that are, not happy. um, do a lot of things. Yeah. And things? very rarely is have, I met a happy plumber. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why. I, I mean, I imagine like if it was me, I would not be a happy plumber because I hate,
0: Well, yeah, but that's because you don't know what you're doing. Right. I feel like when it's something that you know what you're doing, it feels good to use a skill you know. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Anyway, we'll maybe hit more on that anyways. But today could just be our life's purpose was really what they just the post Mm, was. Yeah. Right? Like just what are you doing today? Yeah. And you could
1: distill that down to like right now. Right now. Just second. This, what are and, you doing? And I'm
0: podcasting. And I love this. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I love talking to Drew, which is convenient because I'm married to him. Second of all, I mean, I was telling somebody yesterday, I love podcasting because I'm sitting here in a really ridiculous outfit and it I'm cozy. It is so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but it's, a, it's like a lacy, you know, that quintessential lacy outfit.
0: <laughs> but if I was doing a video or a live event, I would have to think about what I'm Yeah, full
1: disclosure. I was thinking like our, uh, Ryan was like, you guys should start video recording your podcast. Yeah, and I I thought I brought my camera up to do it, and then I looked at what we were wearing. I was like, (laughs) no, not this one.
0: Uh, Oh, you should have totally. Maybe we'll take a picture just to share with the that would be entertaining for people, maybe. But, um, yeah, no, I look ridiculous. I did have a headache for half the day, so I'm just like really thrilled that I have the second half of the day to kind of enjoy, right? But anyway, so what did I do with what did Back to the like, what is your purpose today? Like, what are you trying to do today? Yeah. And I think that that's a little bit
1: helpful. <laughs> I, for me, it's really helpful. And I feel like it's not going to be considered like what you're exactly looking for. But for me, like yesterday, I was like, I'm going to play in garlic. My purpose for today is I'm gonna play in garlic. and that was it. Like, and then <laughs> good, I, and then I was like, "Hey, I did it. did it." Yeah, but you know, the achiever in me. Then I finished yeah. it. I was like, "I got a lot of daylight hours left. I gotta do something else."
0: Yeah, well, that and, was,
1: and then I went and took a nap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> today I was like, I'm just gonna lay here and kind of like do little things I can do work wise while I have a headache. And then I'm going to, if I can get up later, I'm going to do, and I've had this one thing on my list that I wanted to do, which is to build that little greenhouse thing that I bought on clearance at Aldi last summer. That was, <laughs>
1: yeah. I didn't have
0: the directions for it anymore because they deteriorated very, in the box. I'm
1: very skeptical if that's going to survive. Yeah, Winter you know, winds. It's a fun project.
0: And I put it together with Abraham who just
1: got, loved it. You know, yeah.
0: something. He was there. Right. And claimed that he helped me build it. So uh, that That's his
1: version of helping.
0: And I did a few things like this morning I kind of got the kids to do some math work right before I re- really went down with it. And that is, you know, like those are the things that make up my life. Right. Yeah. Like really. So that's
1: your life's purpose. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you're okay with it. <laughs> or do you want a bigger life purpose?
0: Yeah. No, I think we can talk about that more in the future. I definitely have like bigger visions for helping the community at large. Cause of course that's like, yeah. something I'm passionate about, but we're doing that right now.
1: Hopefully. Right. <laughs> We're not confusing you. If we're bringing this back to homesteading, which I'm still waiting to see how that comes back.
0: Well, you have to live on your homestead. So if it's about life, that's important, and if you're a mom and you're a homeschooling mama and you're a gardener, then yeah. you know those are the like three things I did today. In spite of having a headache for most of it, I did do a little of each of those things.
1: So, oh, I
0: also did cut some more of the patchouli plant so that it can start I saw rooting.
1: That. I'm excited about that. I
0: and I tried a few new herbs. I'm trying to get really good at rooting. So anyway, that's a.
1: So uh, I mean to kind of bring it to homesteading. Most people that we know that homestead have an off homestead job, mm-hmm. and have not a ton of time to actually homestead. Yeah. But when they do, they sometimes feel defeated. Yeah. That like they wish they had more time and they wish they had more money, which I mean, I yeah. feel like you could ask anybody always, in the world.
0: They call their homestead self-care, but they're like eliminating self-care altogether. But yeah. I think I, th- I think we can talk about like how to fit
1: that. But I mean, in like I feel like early on in 2020, what do we call that? Like DC during COVID? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like gardening was what like a lot of people turn saved, to you. yeah i think my sanity and i know we were listening to monty don no, and he was yeah. saying the same thing as like yeah it kind of like gardening was what helped a lot of people get through it all
0: gardening is therapy yeah
1: it is so is that self-care or is that not self care?
0: Uh, if you approach it from the right angle i'll get to that in a second but really back to like your day just some questions you can ask yourself about your day just to help you kind of get back on track if you're getting swept away with the to-do list or with the, you know, life kind of carrying you without you making choices or you feeling like you're not having a say in your life. I think a lot of people live like that. Like they don't feel like they have They really have the control over what's happening. But anyway, some things that you can do today to like live your purpose today is, you know, what did you do with today? And I think we just reviewed like even though I had a headache most of the day, I still did. I checked the boxes like I want to learn more about plants every day. Right.
1: Well, see, the challenge of that, though, is that I feel like a good morning routine You would build that. You in. would ask that question before you started the mm, day. What
0: am I going to do with today?
1: What? Yeah. What do I want to do today? Yeah. Like
0: I had it in my head what I wanted to do with today.
1: Right. I sort but of always have. Of I always have a rolling discipline.
0: list of the things that I want to do in my mind. Some other people like to write these things down. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, oh, that greenhouse has been sitting on the porch for six months, and somebody cleaned the most of the porch. I'm going to get that out and finish yeah. the job. Right. So. And then, you know, I wanted to do the, oh, my hands still smell like patchouli. I wanted to do the patchouli, you know, yeah. just those were things that were in my mind. And when I was starting to get a headache this morning, I was like, well, I can still do those. I can still make something out of this day before I like go way down the hill. Yeah.
1: I remember that one planner I had that had the morning routine built into it. Like mm. it had all these questions it was by Brandon Burchard mm. and it was like three things. It's like, what three things do you want to accomplish? Today? Yeah.
0: I do think that that's really helpful because I thought to myself this evening, you know, I was sort of still like in phone mode because once you go to the phone, it's really hard to turn it off, you know, Into the phone zone. but I was like, you know, if I just get that greenhouse done, I'm going to feel really good at the end of today. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have. Yeah. So maybe the morning routine is just that, like identify three things. But the question was, what did you, what did you do with today? And even reviewing, I feel like we talk about a morning r- routine, but I think our evening r- ritual can be almost just as important.
1: Oh I've, yeah. I've seen the more. science on that. Like, I don't know if you're going to.
0: No, not approve of that
1: one. But they say that your day starts when you go to bed or before you go to I bed. I think it's
0: totally true because I yeah. sleep so much better if my my day is sealed up pretty well. And if yeah. I write yeah. down, like, I, I would actually do that list you mentioned. I would do better to write that list at
1: night before I go to sleep. Well, he has that, too. He has that in the morning and in the night. Okay, that but planner. I'm saying skip the morning. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of interesting because biblically, like, a day starts at sundown. At
0: sundown. Yeah.
1: Or, yeah, starts... Sunset yeah starts at sundown yeah yes and yeah yeah, interesting yeah
0: huh okay well anyway the next question that (coughs) i was thinking of was how did you handle it because i think even though we might not check off the boxes yeah we still have a choice in how we're going to deal with that particular day
1: right how did you handle the day or how did you handle getting the things done
0: either because maybe you didn't get the things done
1: yeah that would drive me crazy yeah
0: i know that sucks but then what and I know what,
1: what I would you rather, look like when you don't get the list done. I would rather done. have one thing on the list and get it done than three things on the list and only get one done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but either way, like if you don't get the list done, you're, oh,
1: sh- <laughs> <that's what I'm- laughs> you're such a nerd. Um, like but I right also now, know that,
0: that is how you feel.
1: Right now, I had the plan of moving the homestead cows this evening oh, and it no. didn't happen. And it's like, just like even tonight when we came out <laughs> to walk up to the schoolhouse, I was like, maybe I could move them in the dark.
0: Like, it's going to yeah. grate great
1: on me all night. I'm going to have dreams about moving cow tonight. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's most nights, though. Yeah, <laughs> Full disclosure.
0: Okay, well, so there are different ways to handle that. I think, you know, just releasing a lot of it is huge and saying, you know, I didn't do it today. It doesn't make me less, of like, less purposeful. It doesn't make me less worthy, successful, any of those things. It's just how the day went. And I yeah. have a choice of, like, okay, but. Like tonight, we did sit down with dinner. We usually, if we haven't told you already, we mostly always eat, watch a show or something with dinner because we see each other all day, every day. So sitting around the
1: and by the table, we, I mean like the whole family, yeah, the whole family, because we are the whole family is yeah. together twenty four seven. Yeah,
0: we generally yeah. watch like a cooking show, like the Great British Bacon Show, or yeah. alone, or something that's like kind of kind of a learning. series,
1: <laughs> a learning series.
0: But anyways, tonight we finished up the end of uh, Jurassic Park that we had started, and the kids were, like, dying to see the end of it because we started it, like, a week and a half ago, and this was the first chance we had. And Drew sat down, and he didn't say, oh, everybody hurry up, we gotta go out and do the cows, which would have made everybody miserable. Yeah. So you did make
1: a choice about... Yeah, but I think it was more like I forgot.
0: <laughs> okay. Well that's still an okay way to handle it. Forget the thing that I fine. mean,
1: like it just makes me think of my other favorite saying is you could always get it done tomorrow. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why do today what you can do tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so what's important to you right now, I think is also really important because I think Drew and I have a lot of big goals together and separately, mostly together, but that, you know, they're big, big goals and, you know, it couldn't it could come to like what do we want to do in 2023? What do we want to do by the end of the month? What do we even want to do this week? But sometimes you have to just think about what you want to do like right now, right at this moment. Yeah. And look up from the goal list. And not to see what's happening around you yeah, and say, oh, I want to participate in what is this very moment, whatever is happening right now.
1: Yeah. Well, in it, like I took the kids to Hebrew school today and I was sitting there in the parking lot and I had like phone calls I could make and different things. Mm. But there were these beautiful hickory trees and like these four <laughs> squirrels playing in them. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm gonna watch these squirrels run around in this hickory tree, and like that was a very That's conscious. thing. to me. Actually. That was a conscious effort, you yeah. know. Of like, yeah. I think that sometimes, especially as homesteaders, let me bring it back to homesteading. Yeah. Um, oh, it's coming. it's coming. Especially as homesteaders, the the stopping in pausing is as important as doing. I mean, yeah, we yeah. say that all the time, but yeah, especially within self care, you need to find time to just not be doing anything, just observing or or just letting your mind wander. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Yeah. I agree. And I'm, it kind of is interesting. You know, I think we get really caught up in our bigger visions and it can be a total distraction from what's happening any given moment. And we start living our life focused on these goals and the rest of our life. And we've, we miss some of the day to day. It's like that living in the present versus living in the future kind of idea. But yeah. Okay. So
1: I I want to say another thing on that, that like even yesterday, so in North Carolina, now the weather is like beautiful and every day is like Mm. God's paradise out there. (laughs) I mean, it's like, why would you not be outside? And yesterday I did make a conscious effort. I mean, there was like, you know, 100 million things on the homestead, like every single day. But I was like, you know what, we just need to do some things with the kids. So we like cleaned out the kayak so Abraham could go kayaking mm-hmm. and we raised the ninja gym. So because Eliza has been wanting that raised up and mm-hmm. I do like as a dad, every once in a while it kind of snaps in my mind of like I could constantly be doing things on the homestead. Mm-hmm. But there's also an importance of just playing with the kids, oh and, my like, gosh, you yeah. know, like just doing something meaningless in the progression of the homestead, but instead like in your family, because really like what always triggers me is like at the end of the day or at the end of your life, when your kids are telling, you know, their kids about you, they're not going to be saying, oh yeah, he fixed that fence over there. (laughs) He planted that garlic, you know, maybe garlic, I don't know. (laughs) But you know, like that's not the memories. Like that's not the memories I have of my parents. No. So, you know, like there's I think it's really important to like always be thinking of what's making the memories. Right.
0: Yeah. And not even just that, the legacy,
1: like, you know, that's yeah, the that legacy. The
0: feeling want. of what they feel like life is like on the homestead. Yeah. And it. Feels like play.
1: Right. Is it grueling? Like, is everybody yeah. like nonstop? Or, Are we stopping
0: yeah. to enjoy? I mean, when yeah. I came home and Abraham was out on the kayak on the pond, I was like, yeah. this is why we live out here. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, I know. Yeah. And then this morning, even when I had a headache, I'm laying in bed and the window's open. And one of the kids came in and they're like, oh, I'll close it so it's not so loud because the Ninja Gym happens to be right outside <laughs> our bedroom yeah. window and they were playing it on, on it all day. I was like, no, 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 no. leave it open. I want to hear them laughing out there. Yeah. Which I'm getting because it's just that is, <laughs> you know, even when you're having a headache, I do feel like my attitude about it can sometimes go pretty negative, like thinking about all the things I'm not doing and the things yeah. that are I'm getting behind on, namely recording podcasts or having the office hours we had scheduled for today yeah. and how I'm letting people down. But in the end, I laid there and really did was able to kind of absorb some of those sounds and and not enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it, but I did enjoy. You enjoy
1: listening to the kids. I did sounds. enjoy. Yeah,
0: I tried to enjoy things that maybe before, or if I was in a worse mood, would have been like, "No, close the window. I don't want to hear that." Like yeah. I need to right re- recover quickly so
1: that I. Or can if you had been looking out the window back. and saw what they were doing,
0: well, it did occur <laughs> to me that there was no like emergency contact available, so I said, "Encourage them to maybe get off the." but yeah the ninja gym is five feet higher than it really should be so it's definitely like eliza
1: kept saying higher higher so we made it higher i should have been here for that
0: but (laughs) but then that we're gonna just like move into this next phase where i think self-care is just like a misnomer for something that people are lacking because our society's so screwy i think people are trying to overcompensate and something i was gonna say too is there's like huge movement and i and i think i'm a part of it i think when we were kids they ingrained in us like how are you gonna change the world? You know, like. Not that that isn't something maybe we should have on our heart, but I think it's just such a daunting pressure that a lot of us carry around. And then as we age into our like forties, <laughs> feel like, oh crap, I'm about to like turn a corner here towards death, and I haven't figured out what that is.
1: Or <laughs> at forty, you're turning the corner to death. <laughs> well, don't you tell know, me that. Some, <laughs> some level, but you know, and I like to think I'm only halfway.
0: Yeah, I. Right. But halfway is still at like as quickly as the first 40 went past.
1: Yeah. But think about, I was thinking about this the other day. Think about how much time you wasted in the first 40, like learning basic skills, <laughs> like how to read and walk. And like, you got it's all gonna that be
0: exponential from here. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Okay, like Yeah. You've got all the like <laughs> basics out of the way. Yeah.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. But I mean, my, my real point is that like, you just don't like put so much pressure on yourself all the time. And I think sometimes too, like, I hear a lot. I was with some ladies this weekend and I learned the term quiet quitting, which is like a phenomenon apparently where people go into work where they don't feel fulfilled. And instead of like working like they normally would, they kind of just stand there and don't really work as hard as they used to work.
1: Sounds like a big baby to me.
0: Well, the idea I think is like realizing your, your value is not in your labor and that you should be finding what is really meaningful to you and, but in yeah, my mind, I'm then like, it's like, just quit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, don't put that on your boss on right. his fault. He's yeah. just trying to give you a job. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. But so I have lots of thoughts about that. But it just makes me think like we're, we're shifting into this new phase of life where everybody is like constantly seeking their life's purpose. And what if your life's purpose is just to live through each day? Doing the things as a good spirit and helping others, and yeah. you know, like it's it makes just me, too much.
1: It makes me think of that where we read about the man that's standing in the doorway while the train's going by, oh, and he's yeah. like in the middle of nowhere. It's Robert Frost, yeah, and,
0: and, and it's well, like so maybe it just be the train,
1: yeah. But he, it's just like this train is going by out in the middle of what I picture the wilderness, and there's a man that has cabin. a cabin near this train, and it just kind of goes on to talk about how the man really has everything he needs. Like he's got a garden in yeah. a fire. I think maybe a fire going in the yeah, fireplace, Something like that. but I've always thought like, for me, I picture that time period, like kind of great depression era of these people that like their life's goal was just to live like, mm-hmm. or just to like help their kids, you know, like not starve to death. Like mm-hmm. that was like their change. Mm-hmm of the world, like mm. what they, their like major commitment was to, you know, teach their kids how to live off the land or like have enough like sustenance, you know, yeah. like that was it. Like there was no like lofty goal, like you were saying of like changing the world. Well,
0: that is a really good transition because I think what I identify self-care as now a little bit is self-absorption yeah, and really focusing inwardly and like on yourself to, to make yourself feel better. And I don't know that you can find those answers inwardly necessarily. I don't know that you can really soothe your soul that way. So Mm -hmm. that brings me to my like, okay, I think the real problem is we have this like epidemic or whatever you want to call it of like not knowing how to just take care of yourself. (laughs) Like, So you go from self care to you just should be able to take care of yourself. And when you're doing that, I think they're like, I'm going to go through some things of like awareness that I think you should have. Because I think as homesteaders, we have a yearning to take care of ourselves. But sometimes we get caught up in other things. And it turns into like, just to do to do list. So like, I think that taking care of ourselves is a lost art for sure and like i said i think we have an intention to do that as homesteaders because we we can sense that there's a power in that but we have to remember why we're doing the things that we're doing because if we're just doing them to do them then we're going to like we're going to burn out we're going to yeah. not feel satisfied so if we're doing something today like you know a lot of times when you garden you think okay i'm doing this because i want to grow something that in the future i will have right so like are you doing something today for the future and i think that that's fine. But I think that maybe we really just need to enjoy the process of gardening right now. Sure. So like this morning, one thing I did when I was in the garden for the few minutes I was out there is I was like, you know, I want to get this done. My head is heart starting to hurt. There's just a few things I want to knock out because I just keep thinking, oh, I should just do this. I should do they're like three minute things. And I was like, I'm going to take off my shoes. And just be barefoot because I want to make this an enjoyable experience as much as possible and just like bring more awareness to the what I was doing. Because the truth is there's so much about gardening that doesn't work
1: right. that if
0: I'm so focused on the future goal that's not actually going to happen, then... I, I miss two opportunities. I miss the opportunity yeah. to enjoy it in the first place and let it serve me in the moment of doing the thing. But then also when it
1: doesn't pan out,
0: and then maybe it will pan out. But honestly, and probably by the time it does pan out, forget that I even did it because but, I enjoyed the process. Yeah. And
1: if you said that, if you said it as enjoying the moment rather than enjoying the potential of that the moment, outcome, yeah. Then you enjoy every moment. Yeah. Like you don't, like if it doesn't happen, it's not uh, like, hopefully you yeah. are at that moment of when it didn't happen. Hopefully you're enjoying a different moment that is happening.
0: Mm. It's not tied is that, to is a that result. a little too deep? Yeah, no, I love it. I think it's exactly what I was thinking. Okay, some other motivations, because I think there are a couple other motivations that are common, but like for better food, because I think a lot of us, why do we homestead? Because we want better food. Yeah, sure. But are we really being nourished by what we're doing? Our soil may be amazing, but how is our soul? Are we tending to that? So I think that that's a big Soul to soil. Soul to soil. Mm. Soil to soul. I think that that's a circle that we have to remember that, you know, if we get so focused, and I do this all the time, I have to take a step back from food in general because I get overwhelmed by like, I'm trying to do my best here and everything I think, everything I see, everything I consume, everything I eat, I have some guilt about because I know one thing or two things that make it not perfect.
1: Yeah. It's like those delicious chips that they bake at Food Lion. And then we found out that they're like crack. But then we found out they're like made in safflower oil, which is like basically yeah. just toxic to your body. Uh, yeah, no, I'm was, like, ah, no.
0: I was thinking of some like more even nourishing foods that are like, you know, think about nuts, and the majority of the nuts we get are farm, like. Almonds are from a monoculture in California where they're like, you know, like
1: destroyed half the country. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or avocado takes what 50 gallons of water and has to be shipped across three continents to get to me. Like, there's just the guilt that you carry when you start thinking about where your food comes from is kind of like it can be paralyzing.
1: Well, then you just bring your food local or.
0: Right. But then you have all this pressure of like, I've got to find a local. I got to grow it myself. And then you're again like taking the joy part out of it. Like, yeah. Because you're like, I got to grow these tomatoes because I'm the only one who can grow them to like my specific whatever. I have to
1: put my spit on the seeds so they (laughs) grow to my best ability. Oh,
0: no, I planted, I forgot to spit (laughs) on it. I need to bring it back. No. So anyway, so are we doing it for better food? Good. But we also should be doing it for better soul. So I like these are just examples of like, take care of yourself. Like, don't just do the things. But okay, moving on. Are we doing these things for just checking the boxes? We've already talked about this a bit. But I feel
1: like that's not there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs)
0: You like having lists and checking them twice, and there's a really big job you could take on. Can you just say these three words for me? Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, no, no. No. Anyway, it feels good to have something we can hang our hat on, and I think as homesteaders, we value that tremendously. We know that working with our hands feels good, and it, it's there's nothing more satisfying than completing a project and being like, "I did that."
1: I'll tell you one that I've become more aware of recently that I think is an interesting one hmm. is sometimes I find myself watching other homesteaders do projects on YouTube because I want to learn how to do the project, but then I kind of go down this rabbit hole of where I'm watching
0: every person do other it,
1: other homesteaders doing projects, and then like I catch myself, I'm like, I just spent the last like ten minutes or more. Hopefully not, but watching. Think you're
0: underestimating. Watching
1: people do the project that I wanted to do instead of just doing the project that I want to do, and then it's you know it's like.
0: Uh, yeah, oh, I think man. that's a that's a definitely an issue, common common issue. And I think we've said this before. And I, I actually like really try not to get on YouTube and try like I limit myself to like 30 minutes on social. And it's because you're either doing or you're consuming, right? Producing or consuming. Producing or yeah. consuming. And so, you know, I know there are tons of great people out there doing amazing things, but I, I don't want to watch them do it. I want to do it. You right. Know? Yeah. So, um, oh,
1: and then you like watch them, and you're like, man, that's really amazing. And you're like, why don't I ever do anything that amazing? <laughs> and then you're like, well, I'm sitting here watching other people do amazing things. And these amazing people are taking videos of themselves doing amazing <laughs> things. Maybe I should do something amazing so I can take a video.
0: Yeah. Which anyways, like back to the for checking boxes purpose, like we have to do these things because it's enjoyable. And, and a lot of the things that I think we try, we can expect to fail and that's okay. And it's really just the process of enjoying it, but making the list and checking it and getting it done, I think can be for a homesteader, it can be a detriment. And I mean, especially if you have another job because at your other job, you know, you have a checklist that you have to get done. And then the homestead is supposed to be probably your like.
1: hobby your passion your your love your
0: where you're going for release until you
1: like pull down the driveway and the pigs are running down the road (laughs) and something's eating your chickens Uh, oh yeah
0: yeah Yeah, and that can all feel really crappy but i think i had
1: someone today tell or the other day he was like it's nice to hear that you guys like get animals and then get rid of animals i was like yeah like you don't have to keep the animals like like you're saying you know like if it's not enjoyable Get rid of them. There will always be more pigs. There will always be more of any animal, like Mm -hmm. except for maybe like some of those animals that are going extinct. But you know, you shouldn't have those on the homestead anyhow. (laughs) But you know, like there's always a chance to have another round of chickens. If chickens are driving you crazy right now, get rid of all of them Mm -hmm. and enjoy your homestead and then get them again in the spring.
0: Right. And the other thing about that is is a homesteader being willing to not do every single thing is really key. And I think falls right into this is like. As a homesteader, we were like, oh, I want to be independent. I want to be self-sustaining, self-sufficient, all the things. But the truth is, and we've talked about this a lot, and we continue to like try to hammer that in. You can only be community-sufficient. You cannot be self-sufficient.
1: No homestead is an island.
0: No homestead is an island. And you have to figure out what you love to do and do more of that and less of all the things just to say you did them. Yeah. So I think when I say take care of yourself, that often means allowing other people in to to help with that. Yeah. And as, as I, in general, and I'm speaking in broad stereotypes, homesteaders are terrible at letting people help them Yeah, work on that. Right. (laughs) Um, And letting other people take care of you, I think is a hard part or is a huge part of self-care. I think when you talk about self-care generally what people are doing, they're like, well, I paid for a massage or I paid for, but that still comes back on you because you like earned enough money to pay that person. Right. But Who are you letting take care of you without strings attached? Yeah.
1: Who are you calling and saying, hey, will you bring your chainsaw over and give me a hand? Or, right. You know. Right. Yeah. You know.
0: Okay. And then, then another one that I think is a pitfall for us homesteaders, generally speaking, is are, are we doing, are we taking care of ourselves? Are we making sourdough? Are we making an amazing dinner? Are we doing a really cool craft? Are we gardening even for the sake of likes and follows?
1: Mm, the old social social catch.
0: Social catch. I mean, what would you be doing today if there was nowhere to post about it? Right. And I mean, I even thought like, and I think this on a regular day and I don't post very much anymore at all because right. I have to be very compelled that I need to make a statement about something to post yeah. generally. But for the most part, like my day to day is still just as busy and active of doing the things that homesteading channels are doing. I just don't, I don't want to post about it. Yeah. And it's not that, uh, you know, like I originally I did want to share the whole journey and I just was like, but now I want it to be my private thing. You know, I want it to be my own experience and sure. I'll bring people in like somewhat independently or like privately maybe, but it's not something I feel compelled to, to post about that much anymore.
1: Well, it is like, again, being present, like as soon as you pull out the camera and set it up and then you're like smacking the kids and telling them to smile or, you know, like (laughs) Stop fighting because you just want to take a nice photo. Or if all, they're going to
0: fight, go to different rooms. Yeah. Or, so you know, all
1: of that. Like, <laughs> that kind of just ruins the joy of it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, then, yeah, you're not even anymore taking care of yourself. You're taking care of, like, what What are you going to post? And thinking yeah. about angles and lighting and all of that. And then
1: that, like, destroys other people's self-image because you're like, why can't I have that perfect setup? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a whole thing.
0: It's a whole thing. But anyway, so... What would you be doing today if there was nowhere to post? I mean, what would your journal hold? What if your journal was the only thing that could hold your potential memory of the the thing that you're doing? How would you do it differently? I mean, I think that that's really like, and that's true in parenting, that's true in homesteading, that's true, you know, whatever we're doing. And I will say, you know, and no pressure on anyone or judgment on anyone, you know, I I love seeing people's kids on the internet, but we have stopped posting our kids' faces and it was an effort to hopefully... (laughs) Reclaim some of their privacy, but also take away the pressure of capturing every moment in a way that was worthy of posting, and just be there in most of those moments. And I can't tell you how many times now I'm like, "Oh shoot, I forgot to take pictures of that," but I don't necessarily regret it because a we have so many pictures. I mean, think about the amount of pictures we have as our of our childhood, yeah, compared to theirs. And uh, and just because we don't get a picture of it doesn't mean it didn't happen.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I think it's more important to be there again and be present and just experience it fully than trying to capture it in a picture or video. And
0: not just for their sake, because I think a lot of that like sounds like, oh, guilt, you need to be be there present with your child. That's for your sake. Right. Because you're not going to get as much out of the moment if you're thinking about. You're
1: watching it through a screen rather than like experiencing it. Right. All, all the way. And
0: I mean, yeah. seriously, like I don't, I can't tell you how many like ballet recitals we've recorded and never once thought about going back to watch again, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe in their in Maybe their like older, a one second clip. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. just don't over So I get anyway, anyone this, like whole conversation is maybe could go on for longer, or maybe this is exactly the right moment to stop. But what are your thoughts on self-care? Do you feel like it is overused or cringy? Or are you feel like taking care of yourself is really what we're all just trying to do.
1: Yeah. Shoot us an email, lacy at (laughs) schoolhouselife.com and tell her what you think about the self-care. Please do.